Hello and welcome to this episode of How's It Japanese, where some South Africans are learning and practicing Nihongo. My name is Tristan. Hi, and we are still going through Yoshiko Koyama's Dozo no Isu, a children's story about a chair and some animals and some food. We're on page nine, and thus this is episode nine, so we will commence right away immediately with Paul giving us an overall read of this page. Hmm, thank you. I'll go for it. キツネさんの次にはジッピキーのリさんがやってきました。栗をいっぱい拾って持ってきました。どうぞの椅子を見ると言いました。僕たち栗は拾いながら食べたけどパンはまだ食べてない。どうぞなれば。There are a lot of things on this page. Now, as non-native speakers and people learning, obviously we don't sound Japanese, but that was very impressive, Paul. From oh, thank you. a mostly ignorant and inexperienced person, I can tell you that with yeah. all certainty. Uh, sweet. So can you give us the overall translation of what is happening here? What is, mm. what is this page about? So um, after, kids, uh, after the fox, okay, trans girls came along. They were busy ga- gathering chestnuts. Then upon seeing this, the chair, the Dozunu Isu chair, um, they said, uh, we, uh, while carrying uh, chestnuts, while we were carrying chestnuts, we, we ate the bread. Uh, no, wait, I think it's like we ate. No, wait a second. Back to him. Bokutashi kuru wa hiroi nagara tabete kero. Pan wa mara tabete nai. So... Yeah, while we were busy picking up the chestnuts, we out we ate. However, we haven't eaten yet the bread. And then they go and says, uh, "If we please, we will eat." Ah, okay, mm. okay, okay. So they've approached mm. and they see the bread, but they haven't eaten it yet. Yes, that is yes. What's cool. Yes. In specifics, can you go through each sentence um, more in depth, translating it more precisely? Mm, yes, definitely. Uh, okay, so. We have Kitsune-san no Tsukiniwa Jibiki no Risan ga yatte kimashita. So this one is saying, uh, so after the fox, um, you know, next, like kind of, yeah, after the fox, uh, ten, ten squirrels, Jibiki is your ten, as counterfeit animals. Jibiki, so ten squirrels yatte kimashita came, came along. Then it carries on and says, Kuri o ippai hirote. Chestnuts um, gathered a lot. Uh, they gathered a lot. They gathered a lot of chestnuts. Ipai uh, means a lot. Motte kimashita. Okay, so yeah, they basically yeah gathered a lot. Came and gathered a lot. Dozunu isu miruto imashita. Upon looking at the chair, they said, "Bokutachi kuriwa." Uh, we about the chestnut while gathering ate. However, the bread we haven't eaten yet. Mare tabe tabe te nai, and then they go on and say, "Dozu uh, nareba." If we please, itada ko, we will eat. Ah, not itarakimasu. Yes, itarako. Well, yes, this is the volitional form of itarakimasu. And what is volitional? So volitional mean? is like will. Ah. Mm. But now then, why would you say itarakimasu before you eat? Isn't that like, I will eat anyway? Yeah, itadakimasu also is an expression to say, thank you for what I'm about to receive. Right. So it's kind of interesting. Um, I think it 
it might be that there's a combination there going because uh, itadakimasu is coming from the humble honorific. So there's a context of appreciation for your food. Mm. And you're also saying, I'm going to eat. Got you. Okay, okay, okay. I love the translation of the, the squirrels, the risu, speaking. Mm. Uh, mm. Because when you put that in English, in the order in which it is in Japanese, it, it's like very complicated and like, huh? Yeah. That's why you have to translate it in the way that makes sense for mm. English, which is quite curious. So, mm. okay, so that was each sentence. Mm. Thank you. Are mm. there particular grammar points? Um, mm. An interesting vocab you'd like Let's to pick see. out. Ipai is a lot. Sometimes ipai is used for just one, you know, like one cup or something like that. So there might be a conversion there, and you think, oh, but isn't it one? Um, so there's that one that's kind of interesting. Um, then it goes on, what can we say? Um, we have jipiki, we've got another counter for animals, okay? So usually hiki, piki, that's for animals. And it's, you know, typically you would think maybe ju, ju piki, ju hiki or something mm-hmm. like that. But this one's a bit of an exception. Okay. So piki, usually that happens with counters. It's very frustrating, but you just kind of got to live with it somehow. Yeah. I like these boku tachi because yeah. boku wa as opposed to watashi wa. It's, yeah. it's a different type of I. Tachi is the plural mm-hmm. uh, suffix. And you can go watashi, boku or ore wa. Isn't yes, that a thing? Yes, yeah. And that's... So boku means they're referring to themselves as young. Usually, yes, young. Yeah, so usually that's referred to teenagers or yeah, young kids. Ore is supposed to be a redneck, like a rough. And then watashi is the eye. It's just the normal eye. Just like, yeah, neutral. Neutral eye. Yes. Fantastic. With that, here is your task for today. Please, can you make a Japanese sentence with the word tsugini? Or phrase rather, tsugini. Mm, tsugini. Okay, didn't follow most of that. What is that in English? So the next program might be interesting. Oh, okay. So tsugi ni would refer to place, but you used it as tsugi no. Uh, Yes. Okay, so referring to the next something. Yes. As opposed to uh, what follows next. Yes, yes. Curious. Well done. Yes. Very good. Uh, Porosan? That brings us to the end of this episode. Domo arigatou gozaimashita. And if you listening would like to find Paul, you can get a hold of him via email, senpai at gmail.com or go to his website, japanese-tutor.co.za. Thank you so much for listening. We have two pages left of this story, which is viciously exciting. So stay Nani. tuned. <laughs> and we'll hopefully uh, see you next week. Or I suppose you'll hear us next week. Mm. Cheerio. Cheerio. Read. It's like, hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs>